Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Tin Foil Hat. Uh, we really appreciate your support and the fact that you're even watching this video or listening to this podcast, so thank you very much. Uh, this episode is about John Bonet Ramsey, our guests are Andy Andrus and John Toll. Now here's the thing, this is a comedy podcast, but this is, this episode gets pretty dark, so I wanted to forewarn you, it's a very dark episode. If you're not really into the dark stuff, you might not want to watch this one, but it gets pretty dark. So uh, if you're into it, enjoy it. It's a crazy, crazy case. So um, if you watch it, enjoy it. If, uh, if you want to skip it, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks for all your support. We really appreciate it. Take care. Global controls will have to be imposed and a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tin Foil Hat. And welcome to Tin Foil Hat. We are in the belly of the beast here at the Comedy Store. We're doing a very special episode with a couple funny guys that we love. Joining me as always is my partner in crime, the one and only off the grid motherfucker, Ryan Davis, everybody. I'm here. Let's get queer. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Guys, a couple things we want to get into before we introduce our guest. Uh, we all oh, I, I want to introduce one guest. John Tolls joining us. What's back, up, everybody? Back by popular demand. Yes. Uh, the reason I'm bringing in John Tolls. John is part of the October 10th Tinfoil Hat Comedy Night. The first ever all conspiracy theory comedy night. It's a loaded lineup. At... At the Ice, the Ice House. House. Amazing. Tickets are available at icehousecomedy.com. You got Eddie Bravo, Brendan Walsh, Gareth Reynolds, John Toll, Vanessa Johnson, Sean Joshi, myself. Busting his comedy cherry right here is my man Ryan Davis. He's going to go up there and do five minutes on. I don't know what he's going to talk about, but it's going to be pure thunder. But that's not all. That's in the main room. In the in the in the room two, the smaller room, we're doing the first ever live Tinfoil podcast, but it's also a swap cast with our good friend Greg Carlwood from the Higher Side Chats. It's gonna be live in the other room. All your favorite people talking conspiracies in it to win it. Guys, follow us on Reddit. Go to reddit.com backslide tinfoil hat show. Go to uh, Twitter, Mad Hatters 39er, Mad Hatter 39ers. And what else is there? Instagram. Tinfoil Hat Pod. Tinfoil Hat Pod. And, dude, what we're doing with our T-shirts, go to allcomedytshirts.com. We're putting fan art on there. People, the best fan art. We make limited edition, 39, 39 editions of the uh, 39 limited edition mm-hmm. T-shirts that you can buy. It's all fan art. We're throwing them up there. And so... The more you support the show, just buy a shirt and help us out. And, uh, yeah, man, I think. Oh, and then I'm going to be in. No, you'll get this when I am. I'm going to be in Vegas all this week. Yes, I'm in Vegas. I will be at the L.A. Comedy Club in the Stratosphere. I love going out there. Love it. Just 40 minutes of me spitting at people. Oh, they're going to love you. They do, they do love it. They I, do love it. And Matt Joachim are wonderful people. I make them nervous, though. <laughs> I make, right? them, yeah. I make them very fucking nervous. Because everybody else in the lineup they have all year is like a normal person with a suit and like a, like a really, you know, so no, they, they I, relate I would, to the Midwest I would and yours say is terrifying. It's like that ethnic comedy, that really <laughs> fun, like, I love ice cream comedy that's sure. fucking just sweeping the nation right now. Yeah, they love it. Hey, man, I'm Mexican. Mexican women do this. Am I right? What's up with Mexican dogs? And everyone's like, oh my God, it's Mexican dogs. Uh, <laughs> joining us, 
Uh, this is like a, a re- <coughs> returning champion show. We just have nothing but returning champions on the show. Live from his headlining gig at Flappers in Burbank. He just got off tour with Doug Stanhope. Uh, he was on the Swapcast with Doug Stanhope, and oh. he's... Uh, yeah, you were. Oh, yeah. Oh, with Bert? No, with me. You were with me in no. Syracuse. No. Yes. <laughs> Oh, Andy, what? you were. Oh, it was wow. remember we did it at the hotel. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Andy oh, Anderson, yeah. everybody. How much of your day is like I that, know, by the way? I knew I yeah. You seem familiar, but I was kind of like <laughs> place it. And I'm fucking yeah, I was I was doing a bit of drinking in those days. Those days, way back in those days. No, I don't think you were drinking there, wink wink, because you're not allowed to drink if right, I was correct. Right. That's true. Yeah, I I signed a pledge. Not to drink anymore? Not to drink for a year. Oh, well maybe it, yeah. that's on camera. Yeah. Well, this is water. That is water. I'm glad you're drinking water. Yeah, I'm Dean Martin and the whole thing. That's so great. Can you hear him all right? Okay, cool. So, uh, Andy, so what is it like to go on tour with Stanhope? I love him to death. I've known him for over 20 years, and it's it just seems like you just got to go for it. Yeah, I tend to. uh, Well, I don't. I know how the evening starts, but then I turn into like blackout drunk. and like Stanhope, I don't know that he he probably blackout drinks a little, but uh, I never know what the fuck happened. I just wake up and then I get the highlights or whatever. And I like I've I've never met blackout drunk me, but he sounds great. It yeah. would be a, a lot of fun. I think we'd get along great, but uh, then there'd be two of us. Uh, Stanhope is one of those guys. And I have a couple friends of those, like Bert Kreischer's one, and then this. Uh, these people, like my friend Rex Frettenberg from Cortland, New York, is like that. They can drink. Superior genetics. They just can drink, and they wake up tomorrow, do it again, like nothing fucking happened. I am a scorched the earth motherfucker. Okay. I do. I drink. I do blow, and I just foo bar anything in my fucking life, dude. I just, it really is a superpower to be able to drink like that and just not be like fuck it, dude. Tomorrow we'll do it again. I I, I just can't do it, dude. Yeah, I, I was fortunate. I never had hangovers, so I could just keep going and keep going. But do you drink? No, I stopped like a year, like fifteen months ago. Hold on, so you never had hangovers, never. but then you stopped drinking? Yeah, it just happened. <laughs> one one Sunday, I woke up and it was gone. Do you like to like smoke weed? Yeah, every day. Oh, every day yeah, you smoke yeah. weed. So I'm, so. I'm LA sober. <laughs> I respect what, that's that. What, that's what that is. Marijuana maintenance. Yes. Mm-hmm. Someone's telling me the other day that they they they've heard of cocaine maintenance, where you just do a little coke, but you don't do anything else. I can do blow and not drink. I used to do if that it's here, too. I'd do it. Yeah, and that's fine. But you, the problem is the the blow is not good anymore. Well, there's in yeah. LA, it's not. If you get that good chip, go for it. Okay. I have this weird thing, and, and um, Ryan and I talk about it all the time. I have my own sobriety, and I think uh, drugs are only something that you're willing to suck dick for. That is my theory. If you're willing to suck dick for it, it's a drug. If yeah. you won't suck dick for it, it's not a drug. And right. that is my theory about shrooms yeah. and DMT. I'm, They're yeah. always sucking dick for the spirit's, spirit molecule. I never you thought know? rent was a drug, but I've changed. Yeah, <laughs> Is a million dollars a drug? Who's got a million dollars? million dollars is a drug. Huh, all right. Yeah. What, what it, it, if you just like sucking yeah. dick though? Then yeah. you go, well, fuck that. Yeah, heroin's like sucking dick. To you're me. just you're just catching up because you but didn't know. Did. Yeah. Well, we're in West Hollywood. It's a perfect place to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's get into this, man. And so I called. Uh-huh. I, I uh, saw that Andy is going to be in town. So I hit him up to ask if he wanted to come on the podcast. He said he would. And uh, I go, what conspiracies are you into? And without a doubt, you hit me back and said, John Bonet Ramsey. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, like most of them, they're just I, they're too, too overwhelming. But the John Bonet one, I do, dove into at the beginning, and uh, 
But not only did you say that you are, uh, you'd like to talk about it, you literally said, I'm an expert in it. Well, I woke up outside of the house a few times. Uh, that makes me an expert. <laughs> <laughs> you, you woke up outside well, of Jalvin well, Ramsey's my house. Da- my daughter was going to school there, and uh, and uh, she didn't give, give me her address. or So I GPS, I've been to, the first legal joint I smoked was outside of the Ramsey house. I was like, what do I do? I got legal weed. Where does Johnny live? Is that house still there? Yeah, it's still there. It's a little, uh, it's it's uh, fenced now. But that the beauty of it, though, the morning I woke up there, I was like, you know, that moment of where am I? I slept in the car, uh, and and oh, I'm at the Ramsey house, and it's a nice neighborhood. And uh, and then I thought, I think I left a pipe here. The last time I was in town, I had to fly out, so I had a pipe, and then I searched the fence line. And uh, by this rock, and like that, uh, and there it was. It was still there, like six so months re- later. You, 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 you went back again. Right. So you're right. a repeat customer. Well, it's a comfortable neighborhood to sleep in your car in. So <laughs> but, uh, I woke up, it was like 9 in the morning, and I'm thinking, oh, good, the weed stores will be open in an hour. But then I was searching the fence line for my pipe, and then I, I forgot that I'd wrapped it in cellophane and had a full bowl in there. So, yeah, I kind of communed with john was the weed still good yeah it was yeah it was excellent and uh yeah it's a great place if you're in boulder to get high at uh, <laughs> just to ponder what could happen Damn. <laughs> I, somebody i was at, in denver and i told somebody like oh, yeah, i w- woke up t- just the basics of that and he was going to give me weed and then he goes fuck you I was like, what? Because I woke up outside of John Benet Ramsey's house? Fuck you, too. I didn't want your weed anyway. That's well, you got than, a mat? Yeah, it's better than waking up inside the house, right? Right, right. Again? Yeah. <laughs> Just like Iron Man did? What's his face? Who's Iron Man? Uh, oh, you talking about Mr. Junior? Yeah. Uh, what's R- his name? RDJ? Robert what's Downey? Robert Downey Jr. Waking up in that kid's house, like in bed, in the kid's bed, with a blanket, fucking... <laughs> parents like what the fuck are you doing in our kids room right like, that's, like, that's yeah like rip torn drunk right yeah you break into the bank thinking it's your house i think but he was doing like math and shit like right. that you haven't gone hard till you smoked a little math yeah. and tried to fucking suck your own dick that's that's what that's an old proverb it's called yoga <laughs> yeah. So let's dog. get into, let's get into, since you have some theories about who it is real quick. Let's get into some uh, your thoughts on John Benet Ramsey real quick. I mean, obviously, still dead or really well done. <laughs> is she? Is See, she? Who knows? Is she? Who knows? Nothing. We cannot be certain about any of this. We were not there. We do not know the motives. We do not know the motives of the parents or the piss poor way that the case was handled from beginning to end. Okay, I it's like Sandy Hook. I want pictures. I want files. I want to see forensic evidence. Well, and until then, I don't know. You think everybody who is trying to solve murders are like PhDs in murders, mm. and they're just they're no, they're just they got promoted. You know, it's they showed this. a little yeah. yeah. And there's some idiot fucking homicide detectives out there that have no fucking clue what to do unless it's like put on their laps. Good luck. I mean, and what is the crime happening in Boulder, anyways? Yeah, that's another thing, dude. It's like there's a murder in a town. You're like, fuck, man, we're a sleepy little town. We're rich white people. This does not happen. Right. This does not fucking happen, right? So let's get into some specifics. Uh, John Bonet Ramsey died on December 25th or 26th, I don't know, in 1996. She was six years old. Why don't you go through it, Ryan? Yeah, the cause of death was head trauma and strangulation. 
It was a day after Christmas, and John, his her father, and Patsy found See? a ransom note on the stairs. Right, and it's so funny because you you know we went through we watched a bunch of YouTube videos, <coughs> get some information, and the funniest part of these things are the re- reenactments of of this stuff. <laughs> yeah, because those were hired actors. Somebody right. uh, somebody auditioned to pay. Patsy, Patsy Benet, yeah. and act like she just found a ransom note of her strangled daughter downstairs. Yeah, it's like it's like so fucking funny. Like any time you see like a weird kind of like billboard, you know that's an actor acting that out. And even if it's like, like how much money do you have to get to do like a herpes commercial? <laughs> I'm waiting. I, I would love to know if someone did some research of how many people in herpes commercials ever went on to do anything else. No, because you're stained. Or at that even point. suck another dick. Yeah. Right. Like, hey, man, I saw I saw you on that commercial. Get off that cock. Well, how about that chick who? Uh, there's a guy named Chris Humphreys who was fucking one of the Kardashians, oh. and they broke up, and she, uh, he hooked up with this chick, and she ran to the TMZ and said he gave me herpes, and I'm suing him. They tested him for herpes. He didn't have herpes. So this chick already had herpes and was blaming him fucking for it. And it's like now everybody knows you as her- herpes. Plus that fat chick who banged fucking Usher. Did you see that fucking whale? <laughs> no. Like you're a dude. That, do you remember that chick? Did you ever see that? I haven't had a black chick, but I like them big, so it's I like bad. big chicks too. But this is fucking a mountain of black pussy, dog. A mountain, a Mount Everest of black pussy. Usher hit it, and she said that he gave her herpes, dude. Now, now it's like now everyone knows you're fat, black, and oh, got herpes. Yeah. That's a hard. That's a place to be. Am I, okay, keep moving. Um, <laughs> next, next up, Brian. All right, but so the thing about the note is the note was three pages long. It's a pretty the note long. was a three lot. pages long. You know, you start lying, you start adding facts in. Yeah. That's but, how that's it. It's like a book report right there. And the weird thing about that is that the actual stationery was from the house. So, oh, yeah. what? You know, there's, things just don't add up to begin with. It just makes it no sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever, thought Sandy. Oh, no. Yeah. It's like, uh, who's going to write a ransom note that's beyond like just the specifics? Like, you don't fucking wax on. Uh, like, yeah. Duh. If you're going to write a, ra- or, yeah. or a ransom note, you're going to cut out little letters out yeah. of newspapers. Oh, yeah. Those are the best. Oh, I just thought about that. You got to ramp up to do the crime, and that the note is your own ramp up to go mm-hmm. do it. You yeah. don't all of a sudden do it and then That's figure out. That's how you get like, psyched for the game. And you right. should have some like a set list together before you do the big ransom, like bullet points or something. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah. Patsy. yeah, and the amount of money they asked for was a hundred and eighteen thousand dollars, which is a very, very specific number considering that was the exact number of the dad's bonus that year. That's dead. But hold real quick before we get into that, I just realized with the death of newspaper and print, ransom notes are going to be a lot harder to fucking do. Right, right. It's going to be a lot harder. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You're going to have to print out everything and then cut it out, and then you know you can't just go grab a, a magazine anymore. You're saying you're, they're going to be editing Snapchats over the top of other Snapchats <laughs> to come up with some other final video that finally tells you why you did this. Yeah, okay. exactly. I'm in. It's it's, it's just the, the death of. Print is the death of ransom notes well, yeah. as well. And 118 grand, that's two years of property taxes in Boulder. So that's <laughs> yeah. pretty much how that works. It's unbelievable. Yeah, so it's like very specific to his his, uh, his, bonus. his, his bonus, which yeah. he works for Lockheed Martin, which is, I don't know if you know anything about the industrial 
the military industrial complex. They're one of like six companies that run everything. He's dealing with some very fucking powerful motherfuckers. Yeah. Like some dark shit. That's who's been wiring the ice house to figure out they're going to be listening to us and watching us on the, yeah. on the 10th. Okay. Uh, shout out all the NSA, shout out all the CIA, FBI for are we being taped here? Oh, yeah. 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 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Are you feeling suicidal right now? Uh, not yet. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, oddly, no. Oddly. For the first time all night. Mm-hmm. You kind of feel like you're at your well, place. Well, Burbank Flappers gave me the will to live. How many people were at Burbank? Uh, there was uh, roughly 25 people <laughs> in that room. That that club should be so much bigger. Yeah. So much better. You know what ruined that club? Was when the owner said it had to be clean comedy. I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. There, there, there's only one room in the world that should be clean comedy, and that is the Comedy Magic Club yeah. in, in um, Formosa, Hermosa Beach. That's it. It's like this weird kind of place. That it just works. People go there for that. Everything else is like blow a horse on stage, whatever it yeah. takes to get people to fucking listen, right? Well, yeah. There's already a couch here. Yeah. yeah. Well, well Flappers sounds like a grandma strip club anyway. Right. So, I mean, it, the name alone grandma. is not... Grandma's tra- <laughs> next up. Well, there were, Earl. and I think I think Grandma was there. She was front and center to see some other person. So how, ma- how much time did you do? I did thirty. Thirty. That's great. Yeah, I was watching the clock. I was like, I'm at twenty. Said so they, I got lighted, and I said, Is that the one minute light? And she goes, Five. I, I got fucking nothing here. I'm done. I, I did so how'd it. it go? It, it, it went well enough. Okay. Yeah. The, okay. Yeah, that's behind me now. Do you think Batman ever says that? Uh, went well enough. <laughs> we, we, we lost a couple guys, but, you know, at the end of the day. You know what? We, we did our best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did what I was – I said words, and, and the time went away. Oh. So, at the end of that? No, and, yeah, and then people weren't mad. What was your big closer? I think I told this uh, – well, I think it comes back to – John Benet, <laughs> to a degree. You can I, run it again by uh, Dr. Dre upstairs. That's, yeah, uh, I, I do. It's it's just like a it's a fun piece about Jesus and God, and then and then and then I muddle it with John Benet Ramsey because oh, it is nice. kind of the same story. John Benet and they Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, they were both crucified while their fathers looked the other way. Okay. <laughs> oh God. To a degree. And we're what, definitely let's not, not get ahead of ourselves. What are you doing? Oh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Uh, also, dude, let's not forget that Jesus was a shapeshifter from new uh, new text that just came out, found from over twelve thousand hundred years ago. Jesus Christ was a shapeshifter. Yeah. First of all, when you achieve that level of wokeness like he did, you're able to just become the fabric of reality because you were made in God's image and God is light. And that's all this is. It's just different forms of energy. Oh, so you're saying we're just Christmas lights blinking? I mean, no, I wouldn't go that far. Are you saying that Jesus disguised himself as a cabinet? He was a carpenter, so he could have shape-shifted and been... Technically, his heart is the tabernacle that we all enter heaven through. Are you telling me he's both of the Wonder Twins? Uh, Yes. He just does this one. Is that Wonder Twins form of... Whatever you Form of a beam. Form of another beam going across the top of that one. You have to think of if somebody, a supreme being, would act in a supreme way. And you can't Form of extra closet space. (laughs) All right, go on, go on. All right, so don't get me excommunicated off this podcast. Oh, dude, just, you're I'm, already I'm gone, getting... bro. Jesus was into pegging, right? That's you well, know that. that makes you two... know they ran a train on Mary Magdalene. Mary no... Magdalene. That's what's her name? Mary Magdalene. Whatever. Is Mary that Mandolin the mother ben? or the whore friend? That, that was a whore friend. Yeah. 
the whore. I wanted to, like, why didn't they write more about her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure those were some of the texts they threw out. Yeah, yeah. That and the alien yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Mary, you know, Mary they does. They out Bethlehem DP's yeah, Action DVD, 5. Yeah. You know, they threw that DVD out. Mary does Bethlehem. <laughs> oh, and to get Did we into... lose John told John no, you I'm were fine. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were I, I, I forgot you. This I, I forgot you. <laughs> the guy I... with the Slayer shirt on's getting uncomfortable with Jesus jokes. I, now I'm saying it's look at everyone. Everyone is on their own spectrum of faith. And I'm just saying that as a person who believes and has had experiences, you guys are cool. Yeah. <laughs> what am I supposed to be judgmental? What no, am I supposed to be? All. No, come on. Are you, I we have a manger scene. I'm not bragging, but we have a manger scene we put up for the holidays. And every year, it's my tradition is to put in some of the other things. But I did have the, like aliens and, uh, and oh, big, I, Bigfoot. Were, uh, have, Bigfoot was I, at the manger too. I have a year round. I have a year round manger scene in my house and surrounded as Buddhas holding stuff up for the birth. I respect yeah. that. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. they big all work time. together. Like a like a. Peter Gabriel on the boombox. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Well, let's get into it. So, more, I mean, we're just four degrees of, like, twisted individuals talking about a twisted crime that happened in a basement, and we're in a basement, so I figure this all goes good, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah this yeah. is what we're all about, homeboy. Well, one of the main details, which is pretty interesting, is that uh, she had... Well, undi- there's a couple. Let's let's get into who, who the suspects are and why there's evidence for them. Like in all crimes of passion, and then we'll murder. get Andy's yeah, take yeah. on because he says he thinks he knows. I who saw. Did. I know. Oh, who, don't don't yeah. say. Don't oh, say. Yeah. It. Wait to the end. That's called mm. the big, the big payoff. So oh, her father's name. Oh, thing, okay. you, you should have helped me at my Burbank set because <laughs> the big payoff was kind of where I got fucked. <laughs> there was three people in the house besides her that night, and it was her father John, her mother Patsy, and then her brother. What is it? Burke. Burke. There you Burke. go. Burke. Little Burke. Creepy ass Burke. Yeah. yeah. Autistic Burke. Hard case on. Guilty. Yeah. So one of the things, you know, uh, that's weird about her is they found undigested pineapple, pineapple in her stomach. In her stomach, dude. The smoking gun. And upstairs in the kitchen w- was a bowl of pineapples, and the only fingerprints on it was her mom's fingerprints. So she was poisoned? No. No. This that is means like her clue. mom was her mom at some point had been feeding her, and within a, a very, a very, very, very a close amount of time, she went from eating that pineapples to being killed. Huh. I guess the mom wanted her come to taste different. Oh Jesus! What? Whoa, Christ. whoa! I'm religious, I'm like, motherfucker. No, you guys just ruined it. How Get did to... this guy go from wow. being offended about trains on the fucking chicken <sighs> out with Jesus? Talking about come on pineapple. You just kicked Jesus to the curb and went all fucking vicious. Yeah, man. so weird, man. You're, you're Pick never... a lane, stay in it. We are who we are. <laughs> you can't both sides. You can't be a holy roller and a scumbag, bro. I guess you can. Go on. All right, so then another detail is, uh, I mean, we're not making light of this, but it is what it is. It's a 20-year-old case. It's still unsolved. So. Yeah. Maybe we'll solve it tonight with all this info. If you guys have any information. Andy's about to solve it for everybody. Yeah, it's pretty obvious. So, uh, I mean, this is more of one of the darker details, but JonBenet genitals showed signs Mm. of sexual assault, and the way they described it, it appeared to be over years. Yes. Yeah. The parents are fucking shady as shit. Like... Like she, yeah, she'd been sexually assaulted. Her vagina looked like it, it had been active. Okay, 
Totally disgusting. Well, that's how you win those beauty contests, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You got to sway the judges a little. (laughs) Feels like it's a bringer show. It's a bringer show. (laughs) What did she say? Light me up at five. We're just going to turn the comment section off on this one. Yeah, yeah. This one is not getting yeah. comments. It's not easy being a crime fighter. Don't even, I don't even know what they're yeah, Don't even use your Cheeto-covered fingers. We understand what, what's going on here tonight. Well, another thing about uh, her dad was very interesting is that he booked a flight out of town two hours after, she was dis- after they <laughs> discovered her. Yeah. Yeah, he booked a flight to leave town. Two hours after. He's such a Gene Hackman-looking motherfucker. Right? Like, right? Yeah. All right, so is is there a theory out there that, that the, at some level the parents are involved with some other group of people that would have access to We're the gonna house? We're going to get into that. We're going to okay. get into that, okay? Because that's where I'm going, because I don't know anything about this case, so that's it. Then. Now, here's another thing. Go on, dude. There's some mm. crazy-ass shit. Like, the, dad, the uh, brother was the brother. There's something about this brother. Wouldn't How old was the brother at the time of the murder? He was 11 and she was 9. Is that right? He, 11, no, she six. was 6. So he oh. was 9. He was 9. Okay. 6'9". Um, yeah, hey. Hey, 69. It's all in the family. Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, stories and uh, that he was violent, violent with her. So she has head trauma, but she also has strangulation. So it's kind of a, maybe it was a family affair, it seems. That maybe the head trauma was from... The violent brother, and then the strangulation was to cover over the act of the actual death. And what what they found were train tracks, toy train tracks, in the basement. Now, John oh, Bonet yeah, had yeah. two marks on her, which could be a vampire, but there were two marks like that right there on her neck. And uh, when they took the t- train tracks yeah. and they put it up to the neck, and you can actually see this, there's pictures of it, it fits perfectly. Yeah, at first they thought it was a taser or yeah. something, but it was just a Christmas. I hate Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. So much pressure. You've never yes. tried to jump one of your relatives with a train around the holidays? You never just tried to do that? We didn't get many <laughs> it gifts. Was just, no. <laughs> it was just Christmas. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Do you think Jeffrey, the parents were just really into the aristocrats? No, don't. Dude, there's something there. We'll get into that. But the here's where the creepiest shit gets, and then we'll get your your thoughts on this. One of the creepiest things is uh, the, cl- the the Santa Claus. Okay, yeah. so this happened the day after Christmas. And um, she was visited, or their family was visited for years, by a man named Bill McReynolds. And he would come to the house as a tradition, and he was dressed like Santa Claus. And he was gave John Bonet a card that said, you will receive a special gift after Christmas. The day after Christmas, it said. Total consciousness. Yeah. Knowing that that was a threat to the father because the father would read it and knew that something was coming. Well, what's really weird about fucking Santa Claus here... What, this is creepy as shit, dude. Re- get, his wait, own daughter this. disappeared 22 years before. and uh, the, no, Not only 22 years th- before, also the day after Christmas. Well, and it doesn't end there. What did his daughter look like? <laughs> I imagine white. It's Denver. Probably not too many Haitians. Yeah, it's Santa Claus. The guy looks like Santa Claus. It's not Mexican Santa Claus. Hey, puto. Hey, after Christmas, you're going to get a special gift. And this guy, <laughs> fucking Santa Claus, wrote a play. Listen about, to this. About Wait, what? A, what? He, Santa Claus wrote a play 
Bill McReynolds, about a girl who gets abducted and sexually abused in a basement and killed. He wrote this before... Before now, giving the note, didn't just write a story. Wait, wrote a play. Cut. Yeah. Wrote a play. A play, dude. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good for fucking goodness sakes, because the guy might fucking kill you. Interior crime scene. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas lights blink over the body. Yeah. Cut to. Yeah. What the fuck? Right? Up. Yeah, this, the Santa thing, I, I that that bothered me a lot because like. Can I be uh, honest though? Who writes plays? <laughs> That's what exactly what sounds. <laughs> well, he wasn't exactly in L.A. He was in Boulder. Yeah. He thought maybe this would be his thing. He'd be a, you know. But of all the things you can write about, why would you write about that? Sure. Like it's so fucking creepy, dude. And it's not. I, I'm not laughing, but I am. It's just like if someone goes, "Hey, dude, I'm writing this play. Most of the time, I think I got a part for you." You're like, "Oh, cool. What is it? It's about this dude who kidnaps chick, fucks her in the d- fucking basement, and then uh, and kills her. And like, and what role do I play? Yeah. You play milkman. He's just be an elf. I'm. I'm. <laughs> I'm kind of the lead in this. It's my thing, man. Now, if you're if you're if you're if you're casting this, do you go with a do you go with a young girl or do you go with a midget? Maybe Santa did it because he was gay and he used John Bonet as his beard. That's is that a possibility? <laughs> At this point, and let's go to the uh, ones and twos. DJ Buddy, that says it all right there. He's exo- um, it's hard to make a Filipino he's blush. A, he's a fucking yeah. he's a fucking denier. <laughs> Why are you John, John, John Benet Benet denier? denier? She was real. Yeah. <laughs> so there was DNA that was found at the scene of the crime. It was like in her underwear, and it doesn't match anyone in the family. Now here's my thing. But who have they matched that DNA to? And I must say something. I think that means it's an older person, and I'll tell you why. Because if you're younger, can we be honest? How many people here have ever been arrested? How many arrested? people arrested? Uh, oh, yeah, I've been multiple. detained. Yeah. Does that count? Did yeah. you go to jail? No. You didn't go to jail? No, look at me. Most of the time when you go to jail, they will swap your mouth. for, And they do that to get your DNA. So I'm thinking that this guy is completely off the grid. Whoever this... If they don't have your DNA, it's if you're a young person, they're swapping your DNA every two seconds. They can't, no matter where they are, you're you know you waiting in line. They'll swap your DNA. They'll swap your DNA. So I think it's like got to be somebody older. Okay. Have you guys ever had your DNA swapped? No. Never. No. Not that not that I'm aware of, but probably. You've never been to jail, Andy. I I've been when I was arrested, they didn't take me to the back because I wanted to go into the jail. Why? I like that. Well, I wanted to go because they don't. I didn't get a headshot. Like Disneyland. Did you get like the you full experience? I know, but I got the. I got handcuffed and all that other shit, and I wanted a cool fucking photo. Okay. You know, it's like gonna cost me three grand, right. so I better get a nice headshot. But I didn't get to go into the jail. When they go, oh, tank. you're white. We're gonna let you go. Well, yeah, something like that. You know. Oh. I was even wearing a hoodie when I got arrested. We've like, probably lost all of our black listeners from this show since I made fun of fat black chicks and. uh you getting off from jail from getting handcuffed and not having to go? I mean, this show should be called White Privilege at this point. Yeah. Yeah, I, I burnt my White Privilege card uh, with a double arrest. A double arrest? <laughs> well, I got arrested. like, a couple, like I was just having trouble concentrating and driving for a bit. And, okay, uh, like what by a bit? What does that mean? Like how many blocks? 
a couple miles? Well, no, I got. Or is this a time period? Yeah, yeah, just like two months uh, separated. My only two arrests. I got arrested like it's like motherfuckers. The cops are like Uber now. <laughs> it's like fucking get driven down close to my house, and then I got to walk a couple blocks. The first time I was arrested was by bicycle cops the day after Christmas. <laughs> The same what? day John Bonet got. Oh, small Holy world. Fuck. Small yeah. world. Yeah, for possession of a class one. Did they swap felon. you? <laughs> yeah, they did because it okay. was a schedule one felony drug charge for possession of LSD. Oh. How much LSD? Yeah. A single tab. That's it? One tab. Why, could, why didn't you eat it before you got yeah, arrested? Why didn't you throw it in your mouth? How does that work? I'm just bopping and jiving, walking down the street. I have like a like a suede. Maybe like, that's why you mother- got arrested because you were bopping yeah. and jiving. Oh yeah, and I was again I was, with the blacks. <laughs> and dude, you you don't know how free you are until you're in a tiny little like three by three foot like cinder block cell. Kind of like the studio. <laughs> yeah, kind of like the studio, <laughs> even half the size. And you, there's a cop on his knees, and he's saying, "Lift your penis, sir." Oh, and, man. And, wow. I, and I lift everything. He's and he really goes, into free speech, huh? Just your penis. Oh. And that's what, like, I heard that echo in my brain, and it was like my origin story. I was like, fuck the world, fuck cops, like, let's watch this place burn. So and that's when you said no to the establishment? When, yeah, that's like how you I, lift your dick? Was, yeah. It was, oh it was a, so they don't want your balls up. Because they, they want to see if you, like, apparently you've got a couple tabs, like, hidden between the scrotum and the shaft. Yeah, that's a good place to hide drugs, oh. actually. Well, you got to have a hanger. I don't hang. My shit goes fucking, like, and I go in the fight mode when right. I get erected. I'm like, I'm about to go to jail. I'm about to shank a homeless guy who shit his pants. Yeah. I ain't going to I can't hide anything under there. Every time I leave I'm the like house. a Korean girl's tit. Yeah. She can't hide any money under there because he's no, it depends no on the. There. It depends on the weather because if it's, it's warm, I could hide a lot of drugs on my scrotum. But yeah. if it's cold, there's really not much surface area for an eight ball or whatever. <laughs> Have and, and you've never dose. been arrested, John? Never. No, you I've been, been really in trouble. Pro- <clears throat> no, yeah, I've been in trouble, but I never just detained and then let go because I had a good story. That's it. We were shooting guns after 9-11 in Florida. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, and they good. said, hell no, man. Not now. Not now. The, the, when, when, the, when the watch commander walked by us and we were all handcuffed and, uh, and we had been shooting guns like at 3 in the morning for 45 minutes, he went to the owner of the house and he's like, man, we'll give you your guns back tomorrow just like we did the last time. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the day, af- the day after 9-11? No, it was like a month after 9-11. <clears throat> were you guys like screaming Allah Akbar too? No, it, like was just, just... it was just uh, the guy, uh, he, goes, he goes, you want to shoot guns in the Everglades? And we're like, fuck yeah, we want to shoot guns in the Everglades. And then we showed up and he's like, you know how many guns he had? We all had a gun. There was 11 of us. And we were standing in his kitchen and, he's, and he's, he had an AR-15 and he was launching AR-15 rounds out of the back of his kitchen. Man. And then we stopped and looked back at us. Yeah, that shitty look. It was like, dude, who lives over there? And he goes, oh, man, don't worry about them. They're just poor people. <laughs> was this Theo Vaughn? It sounded a lot like Theo Vaughn. <laughs> just some dude in Florida that we know. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah, yeah. Do you live in Boulder? Because this <laughs> might solve everything. <laughs> so, no, but no, no, I've never known. John no, Benet was why killed would you, by errant gunfire. And by the way, regardless of, getting, regardless of getting arrested, why would you give your DNA away? Why, why every single commercial we have is 23andMe, please give us all your DNA so when you die, we own every bit of you for the rest of eternity. You're going to be Sometimes, dude, listen, man. Multi-layers of clones that are going to jail, You know what you remind me of, dude? You remind me of guys who've never been in a fight, okay? A fight? No, no, no. Just hear me <laughs> out. I know guys who've never been punched in the face, and they're for sure, like, if shit hit the fan, they'll fight everybody. Like, they'll just go Chuck Norris on motherfuckers. And it's like Mike Tyson used to say, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face, right. right? And, like, you know, you go, like, oh, why would you give away your DNA? When you're like, dude, 
when I got arrested, it's because I got busted buying drugs, yeah, man. Yeah. They were telling me, hey, man, you're going to get a fucking felony. We're, we're going to hit you with a felony. And that I knew that I could never go to Canada, Australia, or China ever again to do stand-up. And I was like, fuck, man. My life is fucked. So they're like, hey, give us your fucking swap. Swap yeah. it up. So I'm like, dude, whatever you guys need, fucking swap. You know, it's like. That's it's one it. thing. I'm saying that idiot at home watching MSNBC going, oh, look at that commercial. Hey, Marge, let's send all our stuff away to some strangers. That's what I'm talking about. But don't who do does that. that? Is that the, it's the same thing. You don't people. see that, dude? There's How commercials about, all over the television. They really? want it, dude. I've never seen dude, it. Yeah, Ancestry. Dude, yeah, all that shit. 23 and me. Dude, that's how you're going to get on airplanes. It's going to be facial recognition, and they're going to have all in. Well, you're going to have a chip in you. And, and what about fucking. Well, they try to put chips in you, but your body re rejects it. Yeah, the new. The first one, yeah. What about the fact? How about how about send us your gold? That was my favorite thing. <laughs> like, hey, dude, we're gonna just weigh send it. us your gold. Just throw it in this box and <laughs> send it over here, and we're gonna send you money back. And yeah. people are like, okay, da, da, da. and they threw. It's like the dumbest. Fun. I can't believe anybody would ever fucking do that. Send us your gold, and we'll send you something. And they'll be like, where's my money, man? You're already watching TV, so they assume that you have a, a less intellect than the average person. That's my favorite thing about late, 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 like three in the morning television. They think you're way more active than you are. Right. They just must think you're high on coke, not yeah. into porn, and you're just getting shit done. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you're into self-improvement. You're watching TV at three in the morning. Right? <laughs> You know, it's a funny Married with Children Marathon. You know who wasn't watching TV at 3 in the morning? Yeah, well, she never got back to her room. <laughs> Andy, who do you think killed John Okay, Benet? it's pretty... Uh, look, if... I, I I got a daughter, and my... If my wife killed my daughter, I'd fucking turn her in in a second because I could start dating again, <laughs> and I wouldn't have parental responsibilities. <laughs> parental. <clears throat> so... The only possibility is, uh, okay, so maybe Patsy killed her in a fit of rage. Patsy was wearing the same clothes the next morning. So uh, there was some uh, speculation that maybe Johnny wet her bed and mother freaked out. But the old man would have turned her in right away and vice Do you versa. Think so? Do you I think she would? Why? Who loves their spouse that much to put up with that kind of shit? Like, you know, if my wife killed my cat, I'd turn her in because I love my cat. And I, I, I just – so who would both parents cover for? Each so other? So your theory is that it was the mom. No, no. My theory is uh, the Johnny was asleep, little John. And that's what I call her, little John, when I wake up outside the house. Oh. Johnny. It's so creepy uh, you have a name for she, yeah. uh She was asleep when they got home. So how does she get pineapple and yogurt in her belly if she's asleep? Uh, so she fed both these little creeps like that same snack, John and, and Burke. So I th my theory is the uh, they, they put down a snack and, and the little fucking Burke, the half a tard, was eating his snack. And then John Benet woke up and then pestered him. And they just happen to have a really big fucking flashlight that somebody gave him as a gift. He's on a high stool, and he he had the leverage, so he was mad about that, and he cracked her in her fucking head. And then I don't know which one of the parents finished her off, but you know how like uh, yeah, it's wounded. Let's just you know kill the bird or whatever. It's wounded. So somebody strangled her while she was still. I don't think they knew she was alive. I think they thought she was dead from Burke's. One in a million shot to the head. Like, you really? know, he was a little kid. So um, he had leverage and this heavy flashlight that was on the counter. And, and that's what I think. I think he oof. bashed her head. 
and uh, and I then, think we've shocked John. I I don't know anything about this because this was and I was doing other stuff in the '90s. I was in a metal band, so right. we didn't hear anybody about this. So right, getting right. This Were you in a Christian hand, metal band? Because it sounds like you love Jesus. I a lot. was. That was that was this was before when I was just. We in the love Jesus. So yeah. So that's not even really heavy metal. That's just <laughs> Jesus rock with with more guitars. <laughs> don't pull yourself. What's your thoughts, Ryan? <laughs> Fuck. I don't know. That the then the, the Santa Claus sounds creepy as fuck to me, but I don't know. Like he uh, was he, he they interviewed him and uh and and <laughs> granted he had a knack for fiction. Yeah. Uh, but uh they, they, they researched that dude a lot and if there would have been anything to it, he would have he yeah, I just don't it seemed like the old man was like willing to scapegoat a bunch of neighbors and friends, like the, the people they were at the party, he was like, You might want to investigate them and stuff. As he knew. I I think the parents are really fucking creepy. And I think some shit... I mean, when you buy a flight out two hours after your daughter dies, it makes me think something up. And the fact that he worked at Lockheed Martin... Um, on this podcast, we've talked about some very powerful, very dark people. And... I wouldn't... Man, you know, we're going to talk about this other case because it's somewhat similar to this, but... I wouldn't doubt if some weird satanic Illuminati shit was going on, and I know it's it sounds, totally possible. Uh, it's so, totally, so creepy. it's totally, it, well, it's as possible as that. Or they did. Was there any talk screen in any of the kids where they try to like knock them out because they try to go to a party late at night and didn't want the kids to wake up? Was anything like that? No, not. No. I mean, nothing was like. I mean, from what we read, nothing said anything like that. Okay, but according to their story, she was asleep. And was in bed, and then they found her in the stairwell. So how does she get the pineapple? Well, I think... Um, Satanists are notorious for denying snacks to children. <laughs> <laughs> That's their thing. They go, you want some um, crackers? Maybe, you can't maybe. have them. Maybe it's just like, hey, that's like if her vagina, uh, this is uh, very hard for me to say, ha had been <laughs> active, okay? Maybe that's how they, you know, they kind of... You know, hey, have a little pint, blah blah blah, and then then it gets into the weird shit. It's very uncomfortable for me to talk. Is about there them. any pineapple symbolism in a cult or Illuminati lore? I don't know. It's on pizza. Oh fuck! Well, they must have had fruit trays at the meetings anyway. Well, the big thing is JonBenet's mom's DNA was on on the spoon, and she says she doesn't remember feeding her. I. I just think there's something really creepy going on there with those parents, and that you know the the kid may the kid does make sense in a weird way, but I just feel like there's such a cold bloodedness that's got to be more than that. There's there's just has to be I I and I don't know I mean because like when I guess when you get to that certain level <clears throat> of occult stuff maybe they just got rain. Just the wrong group of people they were hanging with, or something. I have well, no idea. There is, there's a whole, you know, there's like uh, this other famous story. Allegedly. Which, uh, when do alleged, we throw that word in? Yeah, we just did. We just did. Burke Everything. allegedly murdered his sister with a heavy flashlight, and the folks went into damage control mode and uh, panic. Patsy didn't change clothes, so the next morning she's up. Uh, acting like everything's fine and she's wearing the same clothes and she was uh, as the day before. Yeah, and the people even, were like, Why the are evening you the they went clothes? to a Christmas party and then she uh, was wearing the same clothes in the morning, and they invited people over like John's missing. Come on over, we're having brunch or whatever. That's true. And then he, the dad, finds the kid downstairs. 
Yeah. And like, brings the kid upstairs. So now you're moving the kid out of the crime scene. The crime scene. Oh, and the whole God. thing, like the, the thing wrapped around her neck, and it just seems like that's it was all staged to look like. You know, something... Maybe. I mean, like, at that age, nine years old, you could still see signs of psychopaths and stuff like that. That's definitely possible, too, man. That's definitely fucking possible. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, all that stuff is in you from the beginning that you're born. It's already in your DNA. And, and what makes sense about Burke is that uh, if the parents are covering up, why do they, why are they stonewalling the investigation? Right. They don't show up for interviews. And, yeah, they they got separate lawyers, I think. It was simpler times, 1996. I mean, this is when cops still messed up, you know, crime scenes. It's when Friends was still on the air. Hootie and Blowfish (laughs) was rocking the charts. I mean, like, it was different times. they're not still? (laughs) Remember when a black guy rocked rock and roll and we were all like, hey, man, if he can do that, we can all do it. I can't believe you called Hootie and the Blowfish rock and roll and I can't be in a Christian metal band. (laughs) You know, a lot of (laughs) nerves. We didn't know that, uh, that Hootie and the Blowfish would break up and he would become a solo country star, Dude, that's where everybody goes. When when your music career goes to shit, you go to country. Mm-hmm. Now, Taylor Swift went the other way. She went country to pop. But then you look at Kid Rock, John Bon Jovi, Hootie and the Blowfish. They all went to country. Because country will never not forgive you. They'll always bring you back. They and, just love it. Because they love anyone who will cool that will sing to them. That's really what it is. <laughs> Right? They're just like, fuck, man. Is that Kid Rock at the county fair? We love you! Right? You got my vote, kid. Dude, how crazy is that that kid's going to fucking run? I back the dude. Why? Because he's entertaining. And he doesn't care. And you can't touch him. And he has has, has F.U. money. Bomb, dicka, bomb, bunk, bomb. Black drummer. You want the guy from straight out the trailer? Yeah, I don't care. It's 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 over. We're devolving as a country, anyways. Oh, yeah. Our I, leaders should be devolving along with us. I've There's said nobody that else that's stage. coming. There's I'm nobody like, else that's coming. Nobody else. Nobody gonna trust anybody who's a politician. By the very fact that you are a politician means that you lie from the get go. We want to be entertained. We want to be whatever this wag, this shit's going on right now. We need somebody who can be in the spotlight as much as we need. I don't that. want a president that got his ass kicked by Tommy Lee. <laughs> you know. I mean, that's the bottom line. Like, that guy beat your ass? Fuck who? you. Beat up who? Kid Rock? I think Tommy Lee slapped around Kid Rock. Oh, because they both banging Pamela Anderson, they right? They both had big dicks, and they yeah, I don't you know. You know what I feel bad for? Don't you want a president with a big dick? Julian Assange, like, he's stuck in a fucking box, and the only person who will come see him is Pamela Anderson right. and her fucking used car pussy right yeah. that shit's got so much mileage on it and it's the only th- it's like dude if you're yeah. stuck in, in fucking the desert and the only thing there is mcdonald's you're so thankful for fucking big Macs, and that's all he's getting yeah. is fucking beat up big Macs all the fucking time did, 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 did salman rushdie have somebody come give him herpes too yeah. when he was in hiding? yeah right Remember yeah. he was hiding from the fucking Iran, and they were like, "We're gonna kill you." Pamela well, you, Anderson. Shows but you still up. believe you believe that Assange is still alive? That's that he's not a clone. Hold on, you think no. he's a clone? I absolutely believe that Assange is a clone, and he has not been alive since like September of last year, allegedly. 
How did they get the clone up and running? Yeah, how did, they, they've been working on cloning for like fifty years at but least. How would they know to clone him? To Beca- be- because because they- this is because they okay. had the idea before they got this guy ready to put him out on an international stage so he can slow leak all of the slow disclosure stuff so you can get to believe that you can have you can have this one individual person that you can go believe and then you're believing that that means that you're all together to take down the very state when the dude is a state run entity. It used to be a real guy, and now they were like, "This isn't going to work out." So we need somebody with a little more controllable. Boom, they get him out of the clone factory. Did I, they? Did they use? Um, did they just swab fucking Pamela Anderson's used car snatch dude. for the DNA? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Think about. Dude, we're in a world. We're in a world where Dennis Rodman has a word in things, and and Pamela Anderson has a word in things. It's over. Why? I'm with you, dude. Okay, I'm, I'm just totally saying. with you. Yeah, yeah, I'm totally it's, with it's you. goofy. The how does this bring John Benet back? Yeah, how, why don't they just <laughs> clone her? Yeah. Why don't they clone Holy her, cow. John? Why don't they clone her? What do you yeah. think the 118 they grand can was sell, for? They could sell John Benet like clone weed plants. Yes. Everybody gets a little John Benet starter. Yeah. And whatever you want to do with it, that's Root. your business. Root. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, now, the reason we brought up the kind of the Illuminati on that thing, there was all this talk that there's some darkness going on there. I do like that, you know, your thought that it's the brother. But there's also a very <coughs> famous case that was very big in Europe. It was like their version of Europe. Yeah, so three-year-old Madeline McCann. Have you heard of this story? Uh, only and and only only um, in only, the last five I've, seconds. No, I've only read about it on the uh, on that Reddit subreddit that I'm banned from. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she disappeared on the evening of uh, May third, uh, two thousand seven, uh, from her bed in a resort in Portugal, and since then her whereabouts are unknown. So she could be John Benet. She could be. They could be hanging out doing Holy weird fuck. ass shit. So Madeline was on vacation uh, from the UK with her parents, Kate and Jerry, and the two she has uh, two two-year-old twin siblings, and uh, they were there with a group of friends and families and their children. She and the twins had been left asleep at 8:30 in the ground floor apartment, and the McCanns went with their friends and dined in a restaurant 180 feet away. And they were coming back to check up on the kids every so often, and uh, the mom goes to check up on the children around 10 p.m., and that's when they discover that Madeline's missing. All right? And so one of the very interesting things is around that time, someone on the resort saw a man, two men to be exact. Yes, this is very creepy. But before we get into this, she has a very unique, very unique genetic condition, something about her eye and like there's a hole in her eye and it's like this very unique thing that for some reason like is some weird kind of like So if voodoo. you have it then you're a you're a It's like voodoo shit for like the 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 dark forces like That's how they know which kid to send to Mars to to be on the some, base. Yeah, okay. something like I'm that. With you. Something like mm. that, dude. So it's like she has a unique condition that's very like that that you can't find that often that makes her very valuable. Right. Over the following weeks, uh, after misinterpreting a British DNA analysis, the Portuguese police came to believe that Madeline had died in an accident in the apartment and that her parents were covering it up. The McCanns were given a suspect status in September of 2007, which was lifted by July 2008 because of lack of evidence. And the weirdest... Uh, now, I cut you off on <coughs> something real quick. Do you want to get into the people that were around there? So, yeah. What was interesting is they... Around that time, 
time frame when she was gone missing, they saw two gentlemen. One was carrying a girl that was looked like it was like maybe like a father carrying her sleeping daughter in her arms. And so eyewitnesses helped describe what these people looked like, these two gentlemen. And even though we don't have any video footage of it up here, they resemble a brothers. And these brothers have since come into limelight in our political system. And they're the Podesta brothers. They look exactly like John Podesta, John and Tony. And obviously, Podesta. obviously, the the Podesta brothers would would be able to tell you where they were on that day, and have they? Yeah, but here's the biggest thing about this, and why we get back to the Illuminati and shit. The parents have fucking stonewalled this whole investigation. They won't let. They won't help at all. They won't show up at all. They won't do anything at all, and they won't fucking work with any kind of police officers. How fucking crazy is that, dude? Then they, they must have got to him. That's how they. That's how that goes down, right? Somebody you 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 want to achieve some level. This is this is the door you got to walk through to get in, and then you don't realize that this thing that you're gonna accept to do is gonna just ruin your life. And you're like, well, now I'm all the way in. You got to do it. Do you believe in pedogate at all? I don't know. I I think anytime they throw the word gate on the end of anything, it's a it's just to keep people yelling at each other on the internet. Do you believe in anything? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look. Obviously, is uh, do, 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 are there are there are there sex crimes? Obviously, there's sex crimes. Is there murder? Yes, there's murder. Is there is there uh, people who want to extort money out of other people? Are there people at high levels of power that are willing to do things to either get more power? Yes, all of that is true. But as far as anytime you get a bunch of autistic people on the internet that are trying to solve crimes. That's really what that's for. And all of that is just data mining because that's you're basically just trying to figure out what these people are really doing. And that's what they're doing on the Internet. I mean, that's all of this stuff. You find it's, it weird? it's a honeypot. All, I, for me, I think all that stuff, as soon as it becomes like all of a sudden, like because it happened on Reddit, all of a sudden it's like you had, you didn't hear it. Everything was like 9-11, aliens, shapeshifters, all that kind of weird stuff. And then all of a sudden, out of the blue, in the middle of this election, it was like, but what about this crazy body farming experiment, all this blah, blah, blah. And you're like, ah, that's out. <clears throat> well, my opinion is... Because everybody wants to have such a little simple September thing. September 23rd thing... I told you it was a nothing. ...was meant to discredit conspiracy theories. Right. To make it make conspiracy theorists look stupid. Oh, the end of the world? Yeah. All of it. So but, everyone's like, oh, you probably thought the world was going to come to an end, too. And that's all, that's what all that but was. But it's to undermine It's to undermine the very word conspiracy to conspire, the fact that two people might come together. We conspired to do this podcast. The four of us came together and said we're going to do this podcast. The, there was a conspiracy at foot. Not everybody has the same amount of information. And here we are all doing this podcast. So the very fact that they want to demonize that word, they want to demonize alternative, any alternative stream of information. It's all that is because in the end, all they need to do, and you can see it, what they're doing with the president right now is if I can label you crazy, I can label you unhinged. I can say you're, you're saying something that is not considered normal. Hence, because you're not normal, now I can put you in another box and that box can be controlled. So they're going to go crazy, conspiracy. I think conspiracy. the whole thing with conspiracy, I think this whole thing about he, him calling those players son of a bitches. He didn't. What did he call them? He didn't say it. He said, this is what he said. I, would li I bet there are people here who would like to. 
would like to call them son of a bitch. Yes, he put it all on the audience. He didn't say it. He said there are people here yeah, that would love these owners to say that. That's fucking. And it doesn't matter. Here's the problem. It doesn't legalese matter. Legalese bullshit. Okay, dog. well, I'm sorry. That's really what it comes down to. Yeah, is legalese. but that's legalese bullshit. I, and yeah. I'm not. And I'm. I'm not defending the guy. I'm just saying. You are though. I, but what I'm saying. You is, are defending what him. I'm, what I'm saying is. You're totally defending. No, no, no. Him. What I'm saying is. Some people is would that, call you a son of a bitch for that. <laughs> but saying, not me. But no, others no, would. All I'm saying is that. I that. People every, in the fucking control room probably think you're a son of a I'm bitch not, right now. Look, all I'm saying is that every all of this division stuff in society is based on class and race and all of these little micro things that they can keep people divided because it only takes 3% of the world population to decide on something for it to be a reality. And if that 3% of the people decided... <laughs> Um, yeah, we're just not going to do the military industrial complex anymore. We're going to be peaceful. We're going to enjoy our lives. We're going to en encounter none of this vitriol and racism and all this garbage that we see online. Because I don't see it when I go to Ralph's or Vaughn's. I don't see it. I it's, completely agree. It's not. A, but but all of this, it's divisive. And what it's we're doing done on is purpose. it's all done on purpose. And so what we're doing is we're co-opting the language. And then what we're doing is now every single stupid, uh, every, every article is obliterated, destroy, fail, all this stuff. Cause these words have power because the more you can front load words that are showing up in the lexicon of, of society, as we become the AI controlled machine learning things, that's what we're doing right now. And we're, that's what all of this, all of this on all this, it's hysteria. All of this, if, whether it's Couldn't Pizzagate, it's 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 whether it's it's uh, it's people kneeling. I disagree kneeling. with you on uh, Pedogate. I disagree with I, that. I just I I, I just look like you I said as soon as I saw Gate on it, I, I said that's yeah, a nothing. It's I get a nothing. it, but that's what they do, and maybe they do that on purpose. They what? did Pizzagate to get you to fucking laugh. Oh, they're they're banging kids in a in a uh, pizza shop. Nope, that's not what it was. But then they give you an out on not to agree with it, and the Gate is that thing, dude. Dude, Iceland right now, England, Australia, Iceland. Iceland, all have had giant pedophile fucking cases throughout the government where the government almost collapsed. Iceland right now is collapsing right now because half their, like, government has been busted doing pedophile. Not half the government. Like, some huge names in their government got busted doing pedophile, and they were going to get off. They were going to be dismissed, and the whole country's going crazy. Australia, same thing. England, giant fucking pedophile problem in their government. It was busted. got got swept under, swept under, swept under. But is that a is that a twelve thousand year problem that's been going on since the ancients? It's been going on for I don't know if twelve thousand, but it's been going on for a long time because it's initiation. No. Or are we in a society that's been so overtly sexualized in everything we do in every part of the media that comes at us that this is just an eventual outcome of the outrage it's of the society that we dude. find? It's so initiation. Is, is, is that Remember the thing? Remember the Iceman, dude? You ever right. heard the Iceman? The the assassin talks about how a mob boss goes <laughs> right. walk up to that dude and kill him. So the guy just walks up, guy's walking his dog, boom, shoots him, walks back. What is that about? That's one, showing that you'll play ball. Right. Two, now I got something on you. Yeah. Now you can't just go to the fucking cops and be like, hey, dude, I've been working with this mob boss, and he's running coke over here, and he's giving coke over here. Nah, dude, you know, you watch me commit a fucking murder, dog. This 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 stuff with the this dark dark shit with children where all these kids get kidnapped. This is about initiation. This is about you. First of all, what we've seen with all these mayors, like eleven mayors.
within the last, oh, yeah, Seattle. The last yeah. two years have been arrested for pedophilia. And here's what happens, ma'am. There's a, what they do, the very smart people who use the Internet, they track people. And in particular, I think that's what this U- these YouTube channels are. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about these creepy YouTube channels? No. There's a bunch of YouTube channels that are so like mainstream corporate kitty porn, basically. It's like everything up to that point where the kids are doing very suggestive stuff. It's mm-hmm. on YouTube. And anybody who watches those videos, they start tracking you. They start tracking your shit. They start tracking your shit. Now they see you got a tendency. Now you, they see you got this and this and this. I watch some weird shit. I'm like, oh, they know my shit that I'm into. Yeah. Nothing illegal, but like no. weird ass shit, right? Give me, give me a rush when I'm in her 50s. I yeah, know. let me see a chick get humped by a dog. I've, I've watched it. It's, yeah. It is what it is. I've been to Amsterdam. Yeah, who hasn't, dude? So anyways, so they watch, they, they start tracking it. Now they see, hey, man, you have some, you have interest in running for government. I want to be mayor. All of a sudden, dude. Through the powers that be, dude, because it reaches far and wide, they start the fast track, you dude. They start the fast track. And all of a sudden, it's all, every election's working out your way, right. working out your way. Then you meet these people, and they're like, hey, man, come party with us. Hey, dude, some weird shit's going down. You want to do some weird shit? And, oh, I can't do that. Oh, come on, dude. You like weird shit. He's like, okay, I like you have to say that there are certain level of quote unquote fixers inside of any industry that can fast track you through anything. That's yes. what you're saying. One hundred percent. You see it happen in Hollywood all the time. There's a very famous director or producer used to throw these huge coke and hooker parties, and you'd film everything. So when it came time for you to renegotiate your contract, he's like, "Hey, we're gonna pay you this." He's like, "Nah, I don't want that." You're like, "Oh, you don't want that?" Boots. You know, oh, right. here's you just fucking banging this tranny from behind. You're like, okay, I'll take that deal. You know what I'm saying? It, it happens all the time. It happens all the so time. So do you think? Do you think that that's every level of government? If you want to be in government at a certain level, then then every you got to step through the what are you got to step through this illegal door to say, will are you willing to do anything to defend this empire? As we, if grow? you listen to, uh, if you if you check out the book by William C. Cooper, is it William C. Cooper? Rest in peace. Rest in peace. He talks about the initiation in there. And then he talks about there's a comes a time where they're going to ask you to do this. And if you say no, they'll be like, good, you did that. That's what we were looking for. But they didn't want that. They wanted the guy that would do it. And no matter what you do after that, you'll never get a chance to advance. And you'll try and you'll try and try. But you didn't fucking pass the initiation. And you don't get brought up to that. So people always go, oh, man. Oh, dude, at 9-11, there's aliens. Oh, uh, I mean, uh, it's NASA aliens. Oh, someone would say something. at the You don't get to that level right. unless they're absolutely sure you fucking play ball. And that's why. We'll never, ever. And if you do come forward, look at Edwin Stone comes forward, right, whether that's a real guy or not. Yeah. Look at what happened to his life. He had to go to fucking Russia, dude. Look at look at uh, your boy Julius Hodge that you said's dead. 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 And now he's... Yeah, Clone. I won't play ball, and that's why flappers won't book me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I I play ball. All right, yeah. this guy plays ball. Guys, this has been definitely one of our creepiest episodes. Anybody <laughs> here leaving a little uncomfortable? You guys should get used to it. If you see that we're in the basement, just know that it's gonna get weird. I thought this was a great episode. Yeah. You guys, 
Thank God fun. we made it to the basement. We weren't just strangled in the stairwell. Yeah. Right? Like I'm poor John Benet. I personally did not eat pineapple before coming to this fucking no, basement. No, it's pineapple and yogurt. Yeah. That's gross. That is gross. And it's yeah. rude. It's rude. Last, that's her last supper. I bet you the, I bet you the Benets love fucking pineapple on their pizza. There's nothing. Well, it's just the two now. I don't care how now. hot you are. <laughs> it's just Dad and Burke. They're uh, like <laughs> chilling. Do you still, the, still think they talk? Oh, they're hand- yeah, they're, they they uh, moved to another country and they you know like I'm sure it's every once in a while it's like yo murdered your sister you dick or whatever. Well, you but- know I, I I talked about autism earlier and some people might get offended by this statement. I didn't mean it th- in that way because I know everybody's on the spectrum somewhere. But it is true. But if you watch the video he did, the interview yeah, he really did with Doctor Phil, it is creepy. It's like that creepy like weird kind of like serial killer. Spectrum yeah, right. that you're like, oh, dude, something's going. Yeah, He's like, inappropriate smiling yeah, and yeah, laughing yeah. and just like, you know, something's going on there. That's just when you're bull as a comedian. When your bullshit meter goes off, you could fucking tell it right. goes fucking off. But you know, but you know, Doctor Phil has that thing in his eyeball. <laughs> oh, that the Madeline McCann had. Well, dude, you see, he did a pe- he did a pedogate thing and it got huge. And he actually, whoa, what? this is so what interesting. Did he really do that? Oh, he did a huge one. And guess what happened? I think it was in Iceland. He got kicked off the fucking air there. They kicked him really? off. Really? Yeah. Well, look it up when we get some internet. Right. I think he got kicked off. One one country kicked him off, and I think it was fucking Iceland. It's so interesting. It'll be that one like the conspiracy theory where people come after you now. Like Dude, we got to keep this John Bonet thing silent. Yeah. <laughs> That's the linchpin. I'm gonna have yeah. little like fucking uh, they figure this out. contestants hanging out with me. These talking dolls yeah. staring at me like some creepy horror film. Yeah. Andy, thanks for coming on. Oh uh, sure. Anything you want to promote, real quick? Uh, I'm gonna be harvesting my weed plants. No, I'm not promoting that. Okay, just, yeah, okay. That's what I'm up to. Ha ah, wink, wink. Ha ah, yeah, wink, yeah. wink. John, anything Madison. you want to promote? Uh, yeah, iTunes uh, album pre-existing condition. Pick it up. And October 10th, again, if you're in L.A., you're in Southern Cal, come to Comic-Con, dude. I mean, uh, what are we going to call We're going to call Not Comic-Con. It's Terracon. Tinfoil Hat Comedy Night. Yeah, yeah. Tinfoil Hat Comedy Night and live podcast. Come dress like your favorite character from the show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would love it if you guys dressed, dressed like me or Sam. so funny, dude. Final thoughts. Now I've been digging it. Uh, you guys have been giving us really good suggestions at tinfoilhatpod at gmail.com. Keep them coming in. We're going to get to them. So. Guys, thanks for tuning in. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, if it's too dark, sorry about that. But we love it. Guys, thanks for tuning in. This has been Tinfoil Hat. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys.